Welcome back to the locker room, guys, where we watch it so that you don't have to. I'm Joey, but you can call me a champion now after this weekend. And uh, Coach Luke, but here's the deal. This weekend was top five easy best weekends of my life. I mean, we're talking the greatest college football playoff I think I've ever witnessed with my own eyes. Then the Steelers are still alive in the playoffs. And and I win my fantasy football league. This is, I mean, Crazy. today's, this is going to be a great fucking podcast for me. Yeah, I mean, kind of for me. I mean, my teams didn't, like, do great, like, years, but. The Bears lost. So we won. Exactly. That game was bad. Holy shit. I can't, oh, my God. I don't even. But, yeah, no. Congrats on the championship, but. Yes, that's why he has a podcast, right? No, exactly. I mean, I it, it's not fair that I just watch everything while other people just listen. I mean, it, it's whatever. But uh, so, shit, I should probably pull my note. Here we go. So let's get it started with football. I'm going to do all the noise effects with my mouth because, yeah, still over Zoom. But uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Ravens. Here we go. Carrie Underwood's voice sounds 10 times fucking better when it's your team playing and especially when they win. But uh, Kenny Pickett, the balls on this fucking man, I just love him so much. Um, never was off the Kenny train ever. Uh, it's all recorded. Uh, I mean, he took a lick in this game and then right after proceeded to just light it up. Uh, I said at the beginning of the year, he needs to win a game like this where I was saying it was going to be at home, which he did last week where it's he needs a game-winning drive against like a big-time team where the crowd just falls in love with him and he just gets all the confidence and he's playing with it. He's playing great ball right now. Let me pull up this thing. So before this week, highest-graded QBs since week 12, Joe Burrow won two Trevor Lawrence and three Kenny Pickett, and that is great company right now. Like Trevor Lawrence obviously is still playing good. Joe Burrow has yet to play today, but I'm sure it'll be a great game. Anyway, keeping keeping it going with the Steelers. Uh, Cam Hayward, he knows what this rivalry is all about. Cam Hayward is the definition of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when he got that uh, what a, unsportsmanlike conduct or whatever for hitting a player like he always does, that's just awesome. That's AFC North that's football. A dumb penalty too. Like he was <laughs> yeah, really getting was. harassed. I mean, it was bullshit. He was getting harassed. George Pickens stepping over that DB like he was Allen Iverson. That's just I, – I love him so much. George Pickens is such a good player. He has two receptions a game, and they're just great, great fucking catches. Uh, and then Mike Tomlin just being the never-say-die guy. It's unreal. I mean, for him to have this team in playoff contention right now is absolutely unbelievable. We need a win next week against the Browns and some other stuff to happen, but it's very doable. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we might go into the playoffs again and play either the Bills or the Chiefs and get stomped on. But I think when you're a team with a rookie quarterback and this young of an offense and you're still making the playoffs, that I can't be happier. No, I, I, I the game, like, Kenny Pickett wasn't good until the last drive. But, I mean, that's Big Ben. That's Steeler football. Right. Yeah, yeah, he was he sucked. And, and no, Luke. The thing is, the amount of times we were in scoring distance and then just weren't able to get it done, had to kick a field goal or whatever. By the way, Chris Boswell sucks now. 
So yeah. thanks a lot for that. I've never talked up a Steeler probably more in my life than Chris Boswell, and now he's just terrible. But anyway, and it was the same thing last time we played the Ravens when we played the Raiders. We should be winning these games by 30, but we just can't get it done in like scoring distance. And um, I think with better offensive line, shit like that, hopefully do good in the draft. I mean, we'll be able to fix some things. Obviously, fire Matt Canada. And, yeah, I think it's just easy things we can fix and get it done. Yeah, no, I – yeah, I mean, it was a good win. Uh, you split with the Ravens like you always do, but granted, you split without Lamar. You know what I mean? Like, either time they didn't have Lamar, but that's here, neither here nor there. But, yeah, I mean, if you, it, I'd rather have yeah, a guy, like, struggle all game and then be able to – Drive down the field, and win a game, but um, I make so, Patrick's the best safety in football, by the way. Sure, um, I just don't really, I don't have the tools to argue with that. I, I have no idea. So, uh, but anywho, um, I forget what I was gonna say now. Oh yeah, Steelers and like like Packers fans and like they they don't realize how lucky they are. Not like quarterback situation. Not any of that. No matter who the coach is, no matter who the team has, no matter anything, they're when you think this season's done, both teams for the last twenty years, maybe more, there's been times where the season's over and they always goes down to last week of the season. Every single year. Packers, Steelers, Patriots. Like it's just like teams like that, just no matter what, they always bitching about how bad their season's going, bitching about everything, this and that. We suck, we don't have anything. And then they're in the they're in the playoff contention at the end of the day every every year. They just don't realize how good they have it compared to some of these oh, yeah, franchises. You're, you're totally right. Me and Easter were talking about it. So we've we we've won <laughs> we've won uh, five of our last six. And um I think that one game we lost during that stretch, we were all debating as Steelers fans if Tomlin should be fired for like the third time this season. Stupid. Yeah, like, but I mean, Luke, that a, I, mean, I mean that in a good way, but like not a really good, not like you guys are idiots, like actually, but it's like you have one okay season and you guys are just ready to jump ship on a coach that's been there and been unbelievable for how long? He's the greatest regular season coach of all time. I'm convinced he could take any team over 500, but the thing is, it's just his playoffs. That's the only reason so, why we're so saying you he still be fired. Think, then you still think he should be fired. You can't change it now. Yeah, I mean, it's cool no, making the playoffs and everything. So like, you, Mike Collins, obviously, like, one of my favorite humans ever. So, I, like, I don't think I would want him fired. But they, they just got to figure something out offensively. It's Right. I mean, you guys just don't have the weight guys, though. But Najee Harris, though. Yeah, finally had a good game. But it's, it's no, just, he's been playing really good. It just sucks. The past three right. weeks. Yeah, it just sucks. You guys, all you guys do is bitch about how bad your team is, and now here you are, you're one win away. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> really fucking stupid. Uh that's that's next. that's a big reason why everyone hates Steelers and Packers fans too. Like it's not because you guys win, it's because how dumb not dumb, like knowledge wise, just how dumb you guys are, like delusional, like not knowing how bad it can be. Grass isn't always green. Yeah. So you fire Tomlin, see what happens. You guys are going to be begging, no, be, begging, yeah, be terrible. begging for him to come back. Um, they, fuck, what was he going to say? Oh, our, I mean, we were born kind of on third base, and our expectations are way were. too high. We definitely were. Yeah. As, so, like, our age, yeah, like, our age, 
if you're a Steelers fan, you're around our age. You're definitely born on third base for sure. Packers too. That's Kobe said. Patriots too. It's kind of like a trend here. These teams that I've been saying, like, yeah, you were born on third base. You like born on third base, started a triple. Yep. Yeah, but that that's why that's my biggest thing with these fan bases. Is just, you guys are just delusional to like knowing that it can it can be a lot worse. Yeah. For yeah, sure, because there's much more talent, more talented teams than the Steelers ever. Like a lot of years, but they just every year, every year. But they're way worse because of there's just something about the. Thing. I don't even care about coaching. You could change coaches; it'd probably be the same thing. But yeah, that's all. Moving on, Dub Bears versus the Lions. Luke, apologize to the Lions right now. No. Why? Why would I? They swept you. Yeah, we want to lose. Yeah, but the yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, oh and granted, when I said it, we had our whole defense still. I thought we were trying to win games. Yet I said at the beginning of the year they suck. That was and we we're way better. That was when I thought we were still trying to win games. Luke, I am so happy. I'm friends with you, and when I get into arguments, I can have a person like you to just hit with the best points ever because that's the greatest argument ever for what you're saying right now. Yeah, I, I I legit. I and I tell you this all the time about your like your your bet on them not hitting over six wins. Yeah, you won it, and I said that's a stupid bet. But at the time, I literally thought that like we still had a good, like a sol- a good defense. But no, we just got rid of everyone. And offensively, we just Big Cat said best. He goes, um, our off- offense coordinator shows awesome like plays right away, and then he just he's like, no, I this is what I can do, but I'm not going to do it because we don't want to win. And that's a fact. Like, and we, we like this is. It's not a situation where like we can't even afford to win a game because we're gonna drop that much and lose that much like leverage in like trades in the draft. Having that second pick, maybe even the first pick, is huge. We can just we'll just trade back and it'd be perfect for us because we don't need that guy. Like we we have a good team. It's just we we don't need like what teams need in those top five picks. So we lost big deal. Oh well. Good for us. Fields was awful. Fields was awful in this game. But yeah, we just got we. I think we have the most um, for like opening drive touchdowns though. We just what we do. We just drive down the field and just score a touchdown every time, and then just don't score the rest of the game. Like yeah, watch and, every Bears game. It's just we we drive down. We get up seven nothing. We're like holy shit, and then we just don't score the rest of the game. Scripted plays <laughs> are awesome. We should script the whole entire game. We can we talk so about that champs. run from uh. Justin Fields, though. He always I thought he something. did it again. He always has something. <laughs> he does it. He's, dude, he's so close to beating that record. Like, super close. Um, Because going into the game, I think he was like 200-something off, but then he had 132 rushing yards. Rushing QBs record, I think. But, but and he missed the game, too. So that's like crazy. He didn't even play. Oh, did well, he? He beat it. No. Games. Justin Fields, he passed. He passed Michael Vick. So Lamar rushed for 1,200. Fields trails by how much? Oh, my God. It doesn't tell me. Hang on. Let me look up. I'm going to look up Fields rushing yards this year. But, no, he's, like, dangerously close, and he missed a game. Obviously, like you were going to say, I think, that extra game. But who gives a shit? That's part of the game now. Um... Oh I don't make God. the I don't make the rules on that. Can I not look at his rushing yards? This is pissing me off. You know what? I might just have to come back to it. 
Sounds good. Uh, next game, Cardinals versus Falcons. How the fuck is David Blau still in the NFL? I mean, it just amazes me. That's all I have to say about this game because nobody cares about it. Wait, what game did you, what did you say? Cardinals, Falcons, and I just talked about a David Blau <laughs> still a quarterback. No one knows. I, I don't understand either. It's kind of, it's like the, these games were like, sh- there's a lot of games that were just shit this week. Yeah. Like a lot because we, so we went, we watched it. We went to Chad's watch. Obviously can't watch red zone. So we went there at like noon. So we just watched the bears game. So I like, I kind of like, I looked at, so, I looked at some of the games like highlights, but like some of these games I didn't even bother. Cause I'm like, this is just dumb. Like I'm just wasting my time. So yeah, I, don't I don't blame it. Much. Uh, the next game, though, Panthers versus Bucks. I feel so bad for all the Mike Evans owners in fantasy because I guarantee you I didn't make the championship if you had him, and now he just decided to be Mike Evans again. Yep, I have him in, I think, every single league. I'm big, <laughs> yeah, I'm big you Mike love Evans, him. Man. I love Mike Evans. Well, because he's, like, the most underrated wide receiver maybe of all time. Like, just sneakily, he's nine, nine, ten years in the league, and he's got a 1,000 every year. A thousand yards, like that—that's like unheard of. Like no one does that for that many years. Not even that's just to play that many games. To like, you can't get hurt either. Like you got to play enough games, and even when you do get hurt, you still he still makes it up and gets a thousand yards. He's awesome. And this are the Bucks. I don't know. I think they suck, but maybe they figured. Maybe they found it. No, oh, yeah, that they're one of the playoff game. That'd be scary. Well, I mean, the thing with Mike Evans, too, he did have the two best quarterbacks of all time throwing to him in his career. No, exactly. Like, gunslingers. So, uh, the next game, Browns versus Commanders. Carson Wentz. I, 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 I don't even want to go into it just because I almost feel bad for how bad he is. It's like the most pathetic thing ever. And then the funniest part of this game is LeBron James just getting ripped to shreds on Twitter. So, Deshaun Watson three touchdown game LeBron tweets out yes sir D Watson another one that boy getting his rhythm back hashtag Browns he proceeded to get demolished on Twitter I'm just gonna read off the number one uh retweet so this person got I guess 93,000 views on it but they're confirmed account I don't know who it is though but the person said my son is a huge fan of you he no longer will be supporting you after this tweet. Supporting Watson is no message you should be sending to the young kids out there. What What's next? Will you tweet about R. Kelly? <laughs> I feel so bad. Like LeBron, I feel like he's one of them people who, if he posts an opinion at all online, he's just going to get demolished. It's just no not what. fair. No matter what. Like, yeah, he would have, he could show the Sean Watson. People are like, oh, way to support your team. You know, like something like that. But yeah. Carson Wentz, oh my God, what? How do how does he how do you fall off that bad? That's crazy to me. He was he, he really could want to if he didn't get hurt, he probably would have won MVP that, that yep. one year. And then he gets hurt, and oh my, it's, it's embarrassing. And he's gonna keep getting jobs for that reason because he was once an MVP like candidate. So it's like. Never know. He's just gonna keep doing it. It's crazy, and he should not. He's just bad. It's similar, like it's similar to like uh, like the Bucks, like this year, like the Packers, where you're always like, well, they're all the Bucks. Like it's Tom Brady's team, you know. It's like just like, well, it he did, he was good. 
So maybe he can be again. I don't know. It's that, but and then the Browns sake. Deshaun Watson, yeah, he threw touchdowns, but he like didn't play good. Like, it wasn't good. Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't good. He just he happened to get down in the red zone and then throw the ball to the end zone. Like it's not that like that happens, but I don't know. This is a shitty game. A lot of shitty games this week because a lot of meaningless games this week. Chiefs versus Broncos. Russell Wilson giving support. Didn't see that coming at all. But I mean, I give it to him. Like he probably is like a good guy behind all the smoke and mirrors of Team Three or whatever the fuck his marketing team is. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, that it only only Patrick Mahomes makes his play. I mean, throwing the ball off like a O lineman or whatever, catching it and then running for a first down. Like it, it's every single week he does something, and we're like, that's just not fair. Uh, I was watching the game with Derek and Tom, and I think Tom asked me. Like, what, as a franchise, like, if I was running the Steelers, what I would give up for Patrick Mahomes, I said right away, 15 first-round picks. Everything. I you can, yeah. What i do is uh, i just give up my whole entire team. I'm just like, I'll take Mahomes and just sign a bunch of, on like, free agents that are nobodies, and you probably win. You probably make playoffs. I, yeah. You, you probably you probably sneak your way into the playoffs. It's crazy how he just does – he just gets it done. Like, and I think – I think there is an element to where it's like the, they get bored in the regular season. I feel like because they just like they all they do all they're doing is winning. All Mahomes has ever done since he got to the NFL is win. It's like you get to you're just kind of fucking around and put postseason comes, flip a switch, let's go. I think that's really what they can do. Yeah, other than the Seahawks in recent games, they've been struggling like a lot, kind of. I mean, they've been having some close games, but you know, like once this playoff atmosphere hits, he's just gonna flip a switch. Yeah, and like Kelsey, like all these guys can do that. And like even like like Derek McKinnon, like he's a veteran guy too, kinda. Like he's been he's been around the league a little bit. So he's not and like Rojo, obviously he doesn't play at all, but he's still like on the team. So they like, they got veteran guys too. And like even though all their wide receivers have like been winning before. Like MVS, obviously, Juju. So they know what it takes. Maybe not necessarily they don't win in the playoffs, but they know they get there, they know what to do, and then you got you could combine that with young talent like Pacheco and Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. And I'm only talking offense here. Like yeah, George Karloftis and Trent right. McDuffie on defense. Right. Defense they're playing. And then and then you combine that with those veterans that they got. So it's like they have the perfect mix and it just works. You you I convinced you could give Mahomes the Bears wide receivers and they and he'd probably throw for three hundred and four hundred yards a game. Darnell Mooney would be the best wide receiver in football. Yeah, he he could do that. It's crazy. Cole Komet would be unbelievable, which is hard to believe. <laughs> He's actually having a good year, but good, like recently. As for the Broncos, well, it's over anyways. Now it's a, now now it's just like hope Russ looks good in these last couple weeks. It's like okay, maybe something to look forward to, but I don't know. That's. You're stuck with him too, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, a quarter billion dollars for that guy. Unless unless he like turns it around here, but we'll see. Colts versus Giants. So I called it. Daniel Jones is like the best athlete in sports. I mean, the performance he put on, put the team on his back, took the G men to the playoffs. And Brian Dable, I saw this saying it said, uh, Brian Dable is the most famous fat guy in New York since Biggie Smalls died or something like that. 
And it's all, so perfect. Brian Dable, what a fucking coach. I mean, he's got to be coach of the year, not? Has to be. Has to be. Yeah. And then Daniel Jones giving his team off on Tuesday without even asking Dable is just, that's just so funny. I mean, you know, Daniel Jones probably got out of that game. Like, how the hell did I do that? And he just wasn't thinking at all. And when he was just getting pumped up by his team, he's like, screw it, everybody. <laughs> we get off Tuesday. Um, yeah. Great performance because they like to go to the playoffs. Clinch that the playoff uh, berth. And Nick Foles literally died. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and Thibodeau was doing a snow angel right next to him, and you just see him just dead on the ground. Yeah, and Jeff Saturday said it that it was distasteful and disrespectful or something. Yeah, I don't something know. Like two, two just loser words. So yeah. the Colts, they've been outscored 97 to 16 after that half, half to, at from halftime of that Vikings game. Outscored 97 to 16. And I saw like a bunch of stats earlier that Jeff Saturday at the end of this year, like if this last game goes away, it's been going. He's going to be like statistically the worst coach ever. Really? So. Well, yeah, because yeah, you add like how you lose and stuff. Like I'm guessing that's crazy. Um, yeah, because everyone like when he won that, he won that game right away against the Raiders and everyone like crowned him like, oh my God. But it was the Raiders, and yeah, that, that's a mess too. I mean, we'll sure I'm sure we'll get to that. But New York Giants, I'm glad the Giants are uh, playing good. I mean, I like Daniel Jones too. You, like, you can't not like, you can't hate him. He's just a very likable guy. Dave obviously, and they get they have no nobody on their team. That's what's even better about this Giants too. Like they they go nine and six, nine six and one right now, and they have nobody to throw to. Literally worse than the Bears. Uh, Richie James can do a backflip, Luke. We found that out. So that that's huge, actually. That's, that's, <laughs> I am dead serious. If you can do a backflip, you're you're an athlete. Like, yeah, you're, you're a really good wide receiver, running back. I stand by that. I'm sure Daniel Jones can do one. Oh, that no, Luke, he can do a double. <laughs> Eleven that's, carries, ninety-one yards, two touchdowns. Running, running back. Since this podcast has been conceived, I think I've been the number one Daniel Jones oh, supporter absolutely. on planet Earth. Not not bad for running back, though. Yep. Two tuds. Jags versus Texans. I mean, I'm just so happy that the Jags and Trevor Lawrence are good. I mean, it kind of sucks that we had to beat the same dead horse over and over again for, like, the past two seasons, just talking about how Trevor Lawrence is good, and he just, like, wouldn't really give us anything to prove it. And now – how he's been playing these last like five weeks or whatever it is. It's feels good. Finally. Uh, yeah. It, it was a process. It was the grind and it worked and it ended up coming to, uh, coming to truth. And, um, what does he say? Oh yeah. Th- but fantasy wise, and like she, he didn't play good necessarily. He, and I think Whitey started him in his net na- in like his championship game for fantasy. He started him over Daniel, not Daniel Jones, someone that had a good game. He's like, if I would have told you the Jags have 21 points right now at half and Trevor Lawrence has two fantasy points, would you believe yeah. me? I go, no, because, like, the ETN is not a running – they're not a team that's going to run down your throat, like, jam, you know, like, running all the time. But, yeah, I, he's just good enough to win. And I – everyone got to be hoping they beat the Titans. Like, no one wants to see the Titans in the playoffs. Oh, my God, no. Like, that would be the worst. boring. Like, they're a boring team. At least you get to see, like, what Trevor Lawrence is made of. They can – Never know with like the art, like he's talented and he has a good game. They can beat 
damn near anyone, it feels like. Just because yeah, I don't like, know about that, but just because he has like that uh that ability to just like go off. I don't know. It's just they're gonna be a fun team because Doug Peterson too is a coach. He's been there, done that. Like he knows how to win in the playoffs, especially with a not great quarterback. So I don't know. Like, it could be interesting. You could, they could also lose by a hundred. <laughs> yeah. That's just who they are. They could easily lose by this game, like by. 100. Well, then the thing is too. They either, uh, I guess, they wouldn't be the last. So they they have to play one of the division winners. So Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, whatever. But that, yeah, that, that's gonna be tough. But oh, absolutely, because those divisions. Wait, those, oh no, they wouldn't because they would win, they would win their division. division. They would play. It'd be the hardest wild card. So the Chargers. Yeah, probably. That could that game could be just who got who God knows who could win that one, honestly. Well, I mean Herbert and Lawrence, like obviously Herbert's like, you know, technically better, but they're like the same fucking quarterback. Exactly. Yeah. No, for sure. And Houston, they they have one game left to lose to get that first pick, I think, because they would be three thirteen and three thirteen and one if they win next week. Bears, we lose again, we'd be three and fourteen. Because we don't have that tie. Yeah. We get the number one pick yet. Don't blow yeah, I'm it for you because that means we get the 33rd pick. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, don't blow it, Houston, because you don't want, like, just get the first pick. I, but at the same time, no, never mind, because I was thinking we were not going to draft. We'll just trade that pick. So just don't blow it, Houston. <laughs> uh, Dolphins versus Patriots. Teddy Bridgewater, his favorite thing to do on earth is get hurt. I'm convinced of it. I don't think I've ever seen a game with Teddy Bridgewater play in it where he didn't get hurt. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about this game. It, like A bad game. Like, the Dolphins are just bad now. I mean, well, I guess it would help if they had to uh, not get his brains bashed in every single game also and then have to look to Skylar Thompson at the end of the day to win you a game. I mean, for the Dolphins to even be in this game, I mean, credit to them. But uh, yeah, it's not looking good. Yeah, it's it's another thing where the Dolphins get so high, you know, like obviously as you should, they were balling, and they I don't think they want to get. They were eight and three, were they not at one point? I yeah, I think so. And they just haven't done anything, and it's not like this. Two has played just about every game, except for this one. Like in that winning in that uh, losing streak, I feel like. So I, I don't know I. Obviously, I wanted to be like root for Tua, but then everyone came up, started arguing that he's better than like Herbert and all these guys, and he's like a top, whatever quarterback. Like, okay, okay, hold the up. He's good, but so I'm kind of glad like he's starting to kind of fall off a little bit at the end of the season. But it sucks for Dolphins fans because you, you the hot the you had a such high hopes when you were like eight and three, like holy shit, we can win the division, all this stuff, and then it's just nothing, just nothing. <laughs> Patriots beat you again, like Patriots do. I've owned you forever. It's a, it's just crazy. There they might get in too. I don't even. Saints Eagles. I mean, just to recap this quick, it sucks how much Carter Minshew sucks, and now everybody's hopping back on the uh, Jalen Hurts MVP thing. You know, shout out. To I S- mean, Chris Sims, I think. Yeah, saying how if Patrick Mahomes left the Patriots, if all these other quarterbacks left no, their teams, he, they'd be screwed. And uh, Hertz is just in a quarterback system, blah, blah. Well, here you go. Yeah, he literally said Gardner Minshew uh, is your starting quarterback. They'd still be a great team. 
Well, he's yeah. o, he's zero and two and lost to the Saints in one of those games. So there you go. And then people, someone like tried to argue that. Um, it was one game he played against the Cowboys. They played very good. It was before the Saints game. They're like, oh, he literally had the same stats, if not better, than Hurts has like all year. Average-wise, he played one game. You're comparing one <laughs> game to an average season. That's just stupid. <laughs> That's just stupid. And you know, e- Eagles are in jeopardy, though, like, to maybe not like win the, like, win the division. They do play like the, Gi- the Giants next week, I think, so. They'll be fine because they'll probably kick the shit out of them because they will sit everyone. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They'll, they'll be fine. They just got to win and they're the number one seed. And that's not what you you don't want to go to Philly like in a playoff game. I feel like. No, my God, no, fuck that. Probably be snowing too. Jets for Seahawks. All right, so now we can all jump off Mike White's Johnson. Uh, moving on from that, I mean that was just the Jets for you, but. Kenneth Walker, he's just so good at football. I mean, you take one look at how bad Michigan State was this year without him and look how good the Seahawks are when he is in the lineup. Like, he's such a fucking stud. Yeah, uh, we did a touchdown parlay, and I took Zonovan Knight as my leg. Eight carries, 27 yards. (laughs) Why why he was number two in, like, the game, like, odds-wise – Beyond me, like how I, how is he number two and he gets eight carries? It just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, besides that, yeah, Jets are dead and it's they're just like the Dolphins too, where they thought they were the best team ever. We're back and all this shit, and then seven and nine, just, and to lose to Gino, that's even worse. Oh yeah, that's even yeah. worse. That's a really good point. But Forty uh, ers versus Raiders. Just two QBs with massive appendages going at it in the battle of the gridiron. I mean, Brock Purdy versus Jared Stidham. Those two, the confidence they play with is just unreal. Stidham was uh, on another level of confidence. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to slight slight Brock Purdy at all. But can I mean sports media? Why do we have to do everything to extremes? Can we stop calling this guy fucking Tom Brady? No. Yeah. No. I. He's I played, know what you mean. He's played what five games? Yeah. One, and, like, one. those games, they've been playing, like, pretty bad teams. But, granted, he's playing really fucking good against them, so I can't slide him. But, I mean, they call him Tom Brady. Just come on. No, I agreed. Um, But, Jared Stidham, what, what did you see the thing where he was, like, mouthing something? I think he was, like, saying something. He's, like, I don't know if he said I'm him or something like that, but he was, like, yeah. talking just mad shit to just nobody, just kind of, like, to himself. It was awesome. Yeah. Unbelievable, Jared fucking Stidham. He's at he's at I L- love him. LSU or Auburn. I can't remember which one. He's somewhere. Uh, maybe it wasn't that was either of them. Maybe it wasn't either of them. I don't even let me look. I swear, LSU Auburn. Yep, Auburn. But Derek Carr is gonna look so good in a Colts jersey. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he's gonna suck. Yeah. He's gonna absolutely suck. And yep. First of all, Devontae Adams bitching about um, this is hilarious. But when he got benched, do you see that interview with him? Yeah, like pretty much crying. This is why I went here. Blah blah blah. Then he comes. Then he proceeds to have seven catches for 153 yards and two touchdowns with Stidham. That is so goddamn funny. Now he's probably like shit. I screw that friend, dude. I I'm all in on Stidham now. 
these like that catch he had, you know, the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's every single week, one of these top wide receivers does something. And I'm like, oh, they're the best wide receiver in football. No, and then the next crazy. week, another guy will do something. Oh, they're the best wide receiver in football. And it's unreal. No, it's it's um, it actually is unbelievable. Um, but for yeah, but for Dante, I was to go out and like cry about um Derek Carr not playing, and then he just, just proceeds to have one of his best games of his of the season. But sit him, he's like, I Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers won two MVPs by just feeding him every single play. Why don't I just do the same thing? Yeah. Give it to him every single time. It's smart. And Waller, too. <laughs> yeah, not hard. The next game, Chargers versus Rams. So my my Chargers are now playoff bound. And Austin Eckler, he's my favorite non-stealer in the NFL, and it's not even close. I mean, back-to-back years, had him in fantasy. I think running back two last year, running back one this year. He's just so unbelievable. Guy just lives in the end zone. When he plays his electric guitar or air guitar or whatever, it's just the best. Um, I love how the Chargers just throw the ball 50 times a game. And anytime Herbert can't get it to one of his receivers, he just throws it to Austin Eckler. That's their entire offense. And I love it. And Brandon Staley, I mean, he kept his job. Yeah. And Mike Williams had another, um, like, crazy acrobatic catch yeah. on the sidelines. Probably landed on his head. I can't remember. Yeah. But, no, like, the, the Chargers, like, we used to, you said it all year. Like, we scout, we're, we're hurt. We're not healthy. We're not healthy. They're, they got their offense back. Their defense is still banged up. But uh, Joey Bolts is coming back. That's huge. And, so they're getting healthy at the perfect time. Like, yep. Like, why do you now? Now they're going to be like fresh. Like, you know what I mean? Going into the playoffs, it's like perfect. Yeah, they're the they're. I'm mark my words. You're going to be the Bengals of last year if the Steelers don't make it. If the Steelers don't make it, then the Steelers are the Bengals last year. Yeah. Right. But we're going to win the Super Bowl. Imagine, uh, imagine like Vikings uh, Packers. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a um, Brock Purdy versus Pickett. That'd be Shut sick. up! Shut up! That'd be sick. I don't want that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Like if they were in my shoes, if that somehow happened, then that if you win though, that's so like that's it. Yeah, I guess That'd so. I guess yeah, we shit, would win. Though, but oh well. Vikings versus Packers. What a monumental breakdown for the Vikings. They're going to be going into the playoffs with their tails tucked between their legs because they know they're not a good team. Uh, every star player for the Packers just balled their minds out uh jair alexander is like one of the biggest weirdos ever but shout out him i was going up against justin jefferson in the fantasy championship and held him the one catch for 15 yards and then just gritties on him justin jefferson even hits a ref with his helmet like that when i when that happened i thought he's gonna get ejected i was literally laughing i was i was about crying i was laughing so hard because i'm like this is the biggest meltdown ever and like Justin Jefferson, the going everybody like, all online. I just kept seeing it. They're like, "Oh, bet Justin Jefferson overs all this shit because he's gonna be going for the record." Blah blah. And I'm like, the Packers are favored by three and a half, and they're like, they're what do they have? Like five less wins than the fucking Vikings. Mm-hmm. Like they're the Packers are gonna easily win this game. I completely forgot to bet on it, of course. But yeah, I mean the Packers just what an embarrassment they put on the Vikings. I mean, so the first time they played, Jetta just torched them, torched them. For Jair, Luke, Luke, Luke. yeah, no, I'm get, I'm getting there. 
for Jair to come out and say publicly that's a that game was a fluke, and it was probably just Justin Jefferson's top three games of his career, and for him to say that and not just back it up, but just dominate him. Like I could see, like oh, he had like four catches for like 60, 70 yards, no touchdowns. He kind of backed up, you know. What kind of maybe one catch for fifteen yards to just completely dominate him like he did is just awesome. I hate. I don't like Jair, but Logan, oh, I don't either. Logan hates him too, and you know when Logan hates someone, he just don't fuck it. Nope, nope, doesn't matter. We're both like, dude, credit to that. Like you, there's yeah. you just have to. You just at that point you got to be like, dude, credit to that because that is just awesome. And the Vikings are dead. They're done. Like you cannot lose this late, like in a game. Not not a must win at all, but like a pretty big game for like momentum wise and confidence wise, and just get blown out. Like it it blown out. And Rodgers, he's gonna sneak into the goddamn playoffs and probably do really good or something. It's gonna suck. Yeah, I mean, if the Vikings have to play the Packers or the Bucks first round, they're screwed. No, absolutely. But it sucks though. Like if you're a top team, like and not. And you get to play the the Bucks or the Packers, like you could play Tom Brady or oh, or the Cowboys. No, I have yeah, like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers in like a first round game. It's like you got to be kidding me! Like what is this? Yeah. <laughs> so then the last game, Cowboys versus oh, yeah, Titans. One, one more John. thing about yeah, um, Jetta. Um, there's zero percent, zero chance he would he's winning MVP. By the way, zero. Not zero. Yeah. There's two. So obviously Bryce, like Bryce, bet on it, and I want it. Obviously, once you bet on it, it's like, okay, yeah, that'd be cool if he won. But I'm thinking, I was like, two weeks left. He's fourth or fifth, I think, and odd. I don't care if he breaks the record. He should be higher than, assuming he's going to get it. He, he, there was a 0% chance he was getting MVP over Mahomes. Mahomes had to throw up a complete stinker, maybe like a, throw 100 yards and three or four picks in one of the next two games, and then maybe there's a chance. But... And now it's over, obviously. But it's like, this is dumb, 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 dumb. Um, and we only got a minute, so we... This will be quick, though. Cowboys versus Titans. I mean, Josh Dobbs played for the Titans, so that's... Yeah, it's, uh, that's yeah he, he's done, like, one touchdown, I think. Or maybe not any in his NFL career. Unless he threw one in well, this game. The thing was, game. Josh Dobbs, he did go to college for literally rocket science. No, And I, he was on the Steelers. Right. And we traded him, and then Big Ben's like, no, I fucking want that guy back because I'm pretty sure he watched film for Big Ben. Like, I'm almost 100% positive. And if you're going to have a guy watch film for you, why not get a rocket scientist? Yeah, what I I was going to say real quick, I was like, he's always going to have a job at the last-minute quarterback because he's going to memorize the playbook like that. Just boom. He's clipboard Jesus. Right. Like, we need a quarterback quick. You you can probably study it in a minute, and you'll be good. Yep. Oh, we'll be right back. All right, time for college football. So, like I said at the beginning of the episode, by far like the best college football weekend I think I've ever witnessed. Uh, Michigan versus TCU, Max Dugan. I mean, he's going to need a wheelbarrow for how big this kid's nuts are. It's unreal. Like the the shots he was taking, just everything. He's uh, it. It's the team of destiny. TCU, the hypno toad. It's everything. TCU. There's a school of ten thousand students. I mean, they're doubted by everybody in the country. They play against an undefeated Michigan team who has, like, I think 72,000 kids enrolled. Like, it's just 
tale of two different fucking teams. And then they just never let off the throat. Like the minute Michigan would come back, TCU just right fucking back at them. Right. They just always had an answer. And like Michigan has beat teams off just bullying them and like playing, making you play their style of football. That's why Bet on Michigan. Right. You're just making them play their style of football. And TCU said, no, we're going to play our style of football. You can play You can play like how we want to play. We're just going to be better than you. That's exactly what happened. And JJ, for JJ McCarthy, I mean, we talked about this, like, when we were watching the game. He was kind of being an asshole, like, in the post, like, pre, pre-game, like, conf- press conferences and stuff. Like, well, he, he sounds was, like a stoner, too. Well, he was just like, like, not like directly, but he was just kind of like, how he was always smiling when they asked him a question about like TC or anything, just like pretty much like get get off the vibe that like we're gonna kick their ass and stuff like that. And they just got punched in the mouth right away, right off the jump. He got hit in the mouth, and it's like from there it was like TCU. TCU's a tough team. They don't they go into every game like they were being doubted all season. There were so many games all year where they're like they're gonna lose this one, they're gonna lose this one. They just keep playing, keep winning. It was crazy. They're a good team. Like, it's simple. They're a good team. And Michigan, this is embarrassing. Like, it's actually really embarrassing. You beat. Yeah. And I think what the most embarrassing part is JJ McCarthy doing that, like, Stefan Diggs photo. Like, like come and on. I'm so, I'm so happy the internet destroyed him for that because it's, he's just like the biggest meme ever right now. Yeah. It's just like, it was the, so me and Logan were actually talking about this, like, exact thing. Like, we were like, it's so stupid. And the first guy to do it, we couldn't remember, but it was a guy from Cincinnati when they lost like the Sugar Bowl to someone uh, right before the year before they went to the playoffs. Cincinnati. It was like a, it wasn't a quarter. It was like some corner or something. And and he was and it wasn't like it noticeable. He was kind of in the corner of the field, just kind of watching it, kind of by their like locker room, their tunnel. And someone, the picture of it's like way from up up on top of the stadium. It's like blurry, so that obviously it feels like he wasn't doing it. But now everybody does it. And it's just for clout now, like Instagram. That's all it is. And it's like, another thing with McCarthy, for him to, like, do all that in the pregame and stuff, and then the postgame, he gets answers one question, just storms out. Like, grow, the, grow up. Like, come on. It's just uh, pathetic. But I'm so glad Michigan lost. I said there's three teams. I wouldn't care that one, and Michigan wasn't one of them. Like, TCU wins. I'd... Be happy Georgia win another one. That'd be cool. Ohio State, obviously, it would be cool. But I did not want Michigan to win just because their fans are just stupid. Like, because they beat Ohio State and they just think they won the national championship right there. They honestly did. Well, obviously, I mean, I, I counted out TCU too, so I didn't even consider it. But what my dream was was that uh, Ohio State versus Michigan in the championship right. and then Ohio State just blow the fucking That would be awesome. Of, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, that let's get into that other game though. Uh, Ohio State versus Georgia. CJ Stroud, I mean, he played so good in this game, and it's so sad how his career is going to end. He, I mean, he lost you Heisman, you couldn't play lost, Michigan, lost to Michigan twice, only made the college football playoff once, and lost on a game winning field goal. Uh, I mean, well, miss it, a miss field goal. Uh, I mean, he's always right there, but can't get it done. I'd send my prayers to that Ohio State kicker and his family. The internet is like the cruelest world ever, and especially if you're a kicker. Like that, I feel so bad, so bad for that kid. But what a game, though. Georgia to be down that much. And Stetson Bennett, hold on. 
credit to Kirby Smart. This guy, I just figured he was like not like a joke of a coach, but the he demands fucking excellence. Holy shit. Him like not even trusting Stetson Bennett in the post game press conference, just pretty much just completely ripping on him. And like I, I feel like he did that because Stetson Bennett's a guy who that'll like motivate him Absolutely. or like make him play better. I mean, he definitely knows who Stetson Bennett is. He's been he's twenty five years old. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, just to put together that comeback and win, just absolutely unreal. No, it's yeah, because they were down and out. And if he didn't call that timeout on that fake punt, fake punt, they lose the game. Like they yeah. absolutely lose the game. Probably the best play call. Not really like a play call, but play you put it in the play call category of like all time in sports. It's just crazy to I don't know what he saw and why he called the timeout, but something happened and he got and he called timeout and it was the perfect play. And they end up getting the ball back, run down, score touchdown. And this is just Stetson Bennett in the fourth quarter was just, I think he was like ten of twelve, hundred something yards and like two touchdowns. Just didn't play a necessarily awesome game until the fourth quarter. They we need him, stepped up, it was unbelievable. It's just well, that's what Smart kept saying too. He they asked him about you know, how he feels about playing TCU. He's like, I don't think we're ready for TCU. He's like, we played mm-hmm. terrible today. And they just took Ohio State, <laughs> scored 42 on them and all that. And that's playing it's bad. Like, no, exactly. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, I don't know really anything about TCU. But what I know is that uh, we have a ton of work to do by next week. And I'm like, oh, there you go. Yeah, he's, he's just a good coach, like a good motivator too and everything. And I mean, credit to Ohio State. Like everybody just ruled them out. Like done. Like their season over after the Michigan game. Like they shouldn't be in the playoffs. Blah blah blah. And they showed showed up. CJ Stroud. They could you couldn't play a better game. You literally couldn't. He ran the ball when he needed to. He ran. He just did everything they needed to do to win the game. They just didn't get it done. It's just at the end of the day, it's just how football is. These they didn't get bounces to go their way, and that happens. They're literally without their probably their best receiver or second best receiver. Tight end got hurt right away in the game. It was very good, and then they're without their starting running back too. So like they're down a lot of guys and just hanging with Georgia. It was apparently like this ungodly team that no one can touch. This is crazy. Like well, right at Ohio State, everybody was talking about how there. There's so many people that are talking about how Georgia is just going to route Ohio State right. because CJ Stroud isn't good at throwing under pressure. Well, in this game, he learned he can use his legs and just get out of bad situations and just make it happen. I think after this game, like, going into the NFL draft and shit, that's fucking huge. And another thing with Stroud, I, this was, like, a different um, thing. I don't think it was, like, obviously after the championship, it was a different podcast, but he, he like, went on a big thing. I don't know if I saved the video, but he said, he's, like, all this stuff about, um, he's, like, I, regardless of my play, like, how good I am, blah, blah, blah. He goes, I don't. That's not what um, I should be, like, judged on for, like, obviously he's a really good player. That's what you're judging him off, and he's a top pick, one of the top picks. But he's, like, it's – ask any guy in my locker room. He goes, it's, like, how I lead and how I, like, go about things. He goes, he's obviously wasn't, like, bragging about him, but he's, like, it's how I lead and how, like, I'm friends with all my, my teammates and all this shit. He's such a good leader. And I'll send you the video, but it is, like, that's just awesome. Like, he doesn't give a shit about – Anything else other than, and you could tell that from him too. Like he's just that that he's just an awesome leader. 
and it's going to translate yeah. great to the NFL because if you you could be a, like a not so good quarterback, but if you have the trust of like your team and like they like you and everything, you're going to be just fine career. You're going to have like it's like Daniel Jones situation. He's not greatest guy talent wise, but everyone likes him and he's a good guy. So, and I think CJ Stroud is going to be awesome. He's just a really good person. But like you said, sucks to see how his career is going to end because he played like probably the perfect game you could play against a Georgia team like this, and you come up short. Yeah, and then uh, moving on, so let's go to Alabama versus Kansas State. Shout out to Alabama NFL players for showing up and just showing out in this game. Bryce Young, I think we talked about it all year, how we think he's just a dog. It sucks that he's 5'9", 102 pounds with rocks in his pockets, but, I mean, I think right now he's like the consensus number one pick if the Texans end up getting it. Yeah, I think he's got to be. I mean, look at – he just put on a display today. He threw that night, yeah. Or yeah, like whenever he played. <laughs> 15, 15 for 21 and three twenty yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Like every four passes was a touchdown. <laughs> that's insane. No, that's so funny too. Like Kansas State had such a good season. They beat TCU who's now in the college football playoff. Then they played Daddy and you know it's just Alabama. And I loved when everyone said, if this is what Bama did to K-State, I can't wait to see what Michigan's going to do to um, TCU. I'm like, first of all, the SEC is a little di- bit different beast than the uh, Big Ten, like in a sense, like if it was like Georgia versus TCU, it's like, okay, if Bama beat K-State this bad, well, Georgia's better than them, and apparently K-State might be better than TCU. It's going to be a blowout. But it, it literally – proved how much better like the sec is i feel like then like these top sec schools just don't are gonna dominate it feels like i don't know yeah it's talent that's sec like this is a bad year for them and they're still i mean just so down like let's just talk about tennessee like my god that fuck what's his name milton uh yeah he's a cannon that's literally what I wrote down. He right. could literally throw the ball to the moon and back. It's it it's unreal. That was his thing going into the game too. Like everyone's like, "Oh, he's really good. He can sling it." They said he throws the ball too hard, a lot of times. Yeah, he has and a he fucking did. thirty odd six for an arm. He did that. There was like a slant or a comeback route, and he threw it, and it went through the guy's hands because he's like, "You don't need to throw it that hard. You're he's wide open." <laughs> and that this is dumb on my part, betting Clemson. Because, well, the reason I did it, I was like, this is Klubnik's game. This is his time to shine. But I totally forgot that Tennessee, like, Joe Milton is also a very good quarterback. Like, a veteran guy, too, who was in a quarterback battle, like, this year or last year with Hendon Hooker. So, I'm, I was just stupid. Like, I didn't even think of Tennessee. And then the game starts, and they kind of score right away. And Clemson's struggling. I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, put some thought into it be like Tennessee is also like not a they're a really good team they're 11 and 2 this year they beat Alabama and like it smoked LSU like what am I doing it was just stupid on my part well uh Dabo after the game they go that was so funny they're like what do you what do you think about like people saying you like fell off you're not like a top tier college program anymore and he's like the past seven years he's won like the ACC or whatever. And he's like, 
nobody else can really say that in their conference. I think it was since 1970 Alabama team that like no other team has done that in a conference. And I mean, yeah, it's a really good point. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think one bad year of that will Sweeney, you can really just throw him under the bus. And he literally said, and he started laughing. I guess bad news yeah, now, he but. literally started laughing and he goes, well, we won 11 games. Like this, yeah. this is falling off. Damn. Like that's a hot, if you, you want to be held to that standard. If you're Clemson tonight, you have the respect, like be like, Oh, you fell off. You won 11 games. But, but first of all, they had the most, they had like a hundred, they had like way more plays ran than Tennessee, like by a long shot. And they, and they had, they missed three field goals in the first half and one, they went for a fake and missed. So that's 12 points they left on the board. So they it, they should at one point I remember it was 14 when it was 14 to 3, they could have been up 20 to 3, 20 to 14. If they would have made their field goals, but they just didn't. They missed them, they went for it, it just stupid shit. They played better than Tennessee the first half by a long shot. Tennessee had two big plays that got them to score. Clemson had drove down the field every single drive, didn't even punt out think in the first half. They just missed field goals. And Tennessee, Tennessee maybe got like maybe four first downs in the first half, and they're down fourteen to three like Clemson was. was they just bad poor execution in the enemy territory. It was just like I don't know if it was a Clubnik thing or what, but yeah, I don't know. Next year, I'm still so excited to watch Clubnik play. Right? No, he he played like good. He he just he was under duress the whole game. They just blitzed. Yeah. I think the shit out of him, and it was obviously why wouldn't you? It's you. Freshman's first start, career start against a good Tennessee team. Put the pressure on him early. Then uh, just last bowl game, talk about Iowa versus Kentucky. I mean, pick sixes and Tory Taylor. What else could you want? You know, I mean, that's a whole season for us. The the announcers, it was so funny. They the announcers were on Iowa's offense ass all all game. I mean, they like I was at work watching the game and uh. The announcers go, yeah, I mean, you look at how good this Phil Parker defense is. It's just so dominant year in and year out. But, yeah, their offense just can't get it done. They're like, if you if you gave – they said something like if Iowa was good at offense at all, they could be right there with, like, Michigan and shit in the college football playoff. And I'm like, well, I mean, what is it, back-to-back years now that we lead college football in scoring defense? Yeah, and I mean, if we could some somehow turn that into or put offensive points on the board, I mean, shit, it's not the hottest take. I mean, we did get just absolutely waxed by Michigan, but it's <laughs> it's whatever. No, it was um like if you look at like the game log for Kentucky, I don't have it up in front of me right now, but it was like it was really like punt, 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 pick six. Yeah, they broke the record. Yeah, punt, punt, pick six. Punt, turnover downs, punt, punt, punt. It was everything just bad. Like they didn't miss. They didn't even get in field goal range. They couldn't even kick a field goal. That's how dominant we were. Obviously, we're playing against a not good offense with a freshman quarterback, and he's not like a good quarterback. So obviously, that's going to happen. But I mean, that's just what our defense does. And shout out to David Nwamka for a pick six, first career start, future. That was huge. Um. Fucking, what's it? Uh, the quarterback, 
Deuce Hogan. Like how he comes in his very first play, it's intentional grounding because yeah. <laughs> we were just on his ass. Right. I mean, it, yeah, I I didn't really expect much less. I mean, it was like we're just gonna come out there and play defense, and they're not gonna score. We might not score, but I guess we did. So, uh, shout out Joey Labus. You know that'll be his last game ever. And uh, I mean, way to way to make it a win. Yeah, want to know? Probably in his college career. Know. Like total next man up mentality at Iowa. Otherwise, I mean, I haven't heard anything in the NBA or MLB unless you have. No. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody gives a shit oh, anyways. One, so. one, uh, what are you going to say? Oh, yeah, for like all-star voting in the East, the front court, it's like you got to decide. You only start three guys, but you got to decide between Embiid, um, KD, Tatum, and Giannis. Giannis. Like, only three of them can start. It's so funny because I don't know what you do. I don't even know what to do. I'm, I don't bet. I don't I don't vote on it anyways. But, oh, a couple more college football quick. Bo Nix, come on. Drive. That was a great game. Yeah, I mean, great game. To drive down the field, score a touchdown, that was awesome. What a guy. And he'll be back. Oregon will be back. The Pac-12 next year's quarterbacks. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. It's every single team. Like, and guys coming in, transfers. It might be like, it could potentially be like the best conference almost. Like, right. Like, but obviously, SEC is going to be the SEC, but dude, offensively. Offensively, for sure. I mean, because like Oregon State's going to get DJ, Ugalele, whatever the fuck his name is. Cam Rising will be back. Michael Penix will be back. Um, I don't think DTR is coming back. Um, the Stanford guy is coming back. I forget his name, McKee or something like that. Tanner, Tanner, I forget his name, and it's gonna be crazy. USC, obviously. Can't wait. College football, one game left. It sucks. <laughs> no, it is. It is terrible. I mean, there's nothing better. Saturday with the boys, sit in recliner, just hammer them, and just <laughs> sun up, sun down football. And- it's all these games too, it's just just been there's just been chaos in these bowl games, and that's just that's what college football is. Yeah, like, I mean, I still can't believe there's people that just like don't watch it. Yeah, but like, I'll go, like t like the Tulane USC game that happened today. What the hell? That chaos at the end of that one for Tulane to come back and win. Obviously, that we covered the TCU Michigan game. That was crazy. You never knew what was going to happen in that game. First, like that was oh. not nuts. Ohio State, Georgia, obviously, that was like an instant classic. It was just like, this is college football. It's awesome. You you watch college football because of the love of the game. You watch NFL just for your team and your fantasy team. That's Yeah, that's it, it's, literally. Like, the game itself is just 10 times better in college. Like it's it's, not, it's not even close. 100% agree. It, it's just both sports. I mean, we're, we, that's why we're such big college basketball fans. It's just awesome. You get upset, you get crazy. I said this. I said the NBA and NFL should do rankings. Why Like, why don't we? You know what I mean? Like, that'd be that'd cool. Be, that'd be cool. Probably because every fucking sports announcer has their own rankings. Like, yeah. 
Colin Coward always releases top 10. Stephen A's got a Stephen A list or whatever. Then they, I don't know. It's, I, it's, yeah. dumb, I, I think it just be just cool. Be like, oh, like just, it's just having that image be like, oh, it's the number one team versus the number like 15 or something. It's, it's just cool, like to say that. Like, oh, we beat the yeah, number one good team point. in the country. It's like, oh, we beat the, we beat, you could, like, oh, we beat the best team. It's like, well, are they, you know, just put a ranking. That'd be cool. NBA, I think, would be even better, though, with the rankings. It'd be harder, so many games and stuff, but I think NBA would be kind of sick with rankings because that's a sport where, like, anybody beat anybody on any given night. It'd be like college basketball where it's, like, upsets and stuff. You know what I mean? Well, I think the NBA is, like, a league that kind of needs to do that just because every year people are bitching about, like, oh, one conference is better than the other or yeah. there's it's teams that get in that – shouldn't belong but there's teams in the other conference that should it's like i don't know yeah like throw some ranking i think it it's just cool like and it's even like for like a fun like it's just fun too like that's why college is fun because like oh this team's ranked like here can we crack the top 25 stuff like that just yeah i mean it wouldn't hurt it (laughs) come on like why not i'll do it it. i'll do it yeah there you go that'll be the greatest job ever you can do whatever you want really like oh literally Oh, big, yeah, like, oh, terrible rankings. I don't care. Like, you make it. Everyone's going to make their own anyways. Might as well do it. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, since college football is over, obviously college basketball, that it's right in the driver's seat. We've been on it ever since it started. So, obviously, check that out. We just got done recording a really good episode. Tons of conference play coming. But, uh, anyway... I have nothing else for you, so thanks for listening, and as always, take it easy.